The U.S. is facing an unprecedented surge at its southern border. A new coronavirus variant is spreading fast. And you might have to cover your ears for this one. California will allow sewage waste to be recycled into drinking water. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, December 21st. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. At number one, the United Nations is trying to pass a key resolution to stop the fighting in the Gaza Strip. The UN Security Council will reconvene today. The goal is to try to overcome U.S. objections to a resolution, pressuring Israel to curtail the violence and allow humanitarian aid into Gaza. The U.S. is Israel's primary ally and has already vetoed multiple Security Council resolutions related to the war. U.S. officials have said a ceasefire would hand a victory to Hamas. That's the militant group that governs Gaza and attacked Israel on October 7th, killing about 1,200 people. But the continued fighting has led to dire conditions on the ground, including the threat of starvation. The World Food Program said yesterday that 90% of people in Gaza are eating less than one meal a day. The U.S. is facing an unprecedented surge at its southern border. That's number two. Illegal crossings have reached record numbers this month. U.S. Customs and Border Protection says it's encountering more than 10,000 migrants each day. CPB officials say this is twice what its budget can support, and negotiations for more funding have stalled in Congress. This is happening as the political debate around immigration is becoming more toxic. Yesterday, President Biden criticized Donald Trump's recent remarks that undocumented immigrants are poisoning the blood of the country. We always believe diversity is our strength as a nation. I don't believe, as the president, former president said again yesterday, that immigrants are polluting, polluting our blood. The economy in our nation is stronger when we're tapping into the full, full range of talents in this nation. My administration is going to continue to fight for these, fight these attacks because everyone deserves a fair shot, just a shot. At number three, a judge said that Rudy Giuliani must pay a $148 million penalty immediately. The former Trump attorney owes the money to two Georgia women, Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Wandrea Arshe Moss, who he falsely accused of helping steal the 2020 election. Three years ago, Giuliani appeared in front of Georgia state legislators and tried to convince them that the election had been stolen by poll workers, including Freeman and Moss. A deceptively edited video was used to claim that they were adding fake ballots to the totals and doctoring computer tallies with a USB drive. In reality, they were counting papers from regular ballot boxes and sharing a mint. The two women, who were Black, said the accusations led to racist, violent threats that forced them into hiding. A jury ruled that Giuliani needs to pay the two women $148 million in damages last week, but he's repeatedly said that he does not have the money. So yesterday, a federal judge accused Giuliani of ongoing dishonesty. She wrote that there is a strong danger that he would hide his assets, so he must pay the fine immediately. Number four, the mastermind of a Navy bribery scandal has been handed over into U.S. custody. 
Leonard Glenn Francis, who's known as Fat Leonard, admitted to the largest corruption scandal in U.S. military history. He bribed scores of Navy officials with millions of dollars in cash and gifts, including luxury travel goods, Cuban cigars, and Spanish suckling pigs. In return, he got classified or inside information that he used to defraud the Navy. Francis fled the U.S. last year before he could be sentenced, but yesterday he was handed over by Venezuela as part of a major prisoner swap. He's expected to appear at a federal hearing in San Diego this week. At number five, a new coronavirus variant is spreading fast. The variant is called JN1. It's a descendant of the Omicron variant, which wreaked havoc in early 2022. It made up about 3% of all coronavirus cases globally in early November of this year, but 27.1% just a month later. That's according to the World Health Organization, which said this week that this new variant could cause an increase in COVID cases this winter. The variant is concerning because it has a mutation that could help it evade antibodies. But the WHO also said that it may not lead to more severe disease. The news comes as emergency room visits in the U.S. are reaching their highest levels for COVID-19, influenza, and RSV since February. California will allow sewage waste to be recycled into drinking water. Yep, that is number six. Officials in California voted this week to allow water companies to pump treated wastewater into residents' taps. This obviously sounds gross, but the officials insist it'll be safe. Under the rules, the water will be treated three times and constantly tested for pathogens and viruses. Lakeisha Bryant, public information representative at the Santa Clara Valley Water District, spoke about how the water will be processed. So there is a, a very extensive um, advanced water treatment process, and it uh, goes through three stages. So microfiltration, reverse osmosis, and ultraviolet light disinfection, and the water is pure water at the end. This idea could be important in creating a sustainable future for California, which is prone to drought. As climate change and water scarcity become increasingly urgent issues around the world, governments will need to find solutions, including turning sewage waste into drinking water. And at number seven, a four-year-old girl and her dad found a shipwreck from 1871. Tim Wolak and his daughter, Henley, went fishing near Peshtigo, Wisconsin in August. During the trip, they saw something that looked a little strange on their sonar fish finder. Henley thought it was an octopus, but her dad identified it as a shipwreck. He took a few pictures, but figured that it couldn't be anything important or somebody would have found it before. He was wrong. The ship was probably the George L. Newman. The 122-foot-long ship was abandoned during the 1871 Peshtigo Fire, which was one of the deadliest wildfires in U.S. history. Historians made the link last week after studying the wreck's location and other data. And now, after her historic discovery, Henley has a new hobby for finding shipwrecks. She told the Post that she plans to find more. All right, you're all caught up, but don't forget that we also have a newsletter. 
You can have the seven morning briefing delivered to your inbox every weekday morning. All you have to do is sign up. Just hit the link in our show notes. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow.